Whether you're a Sonic Blaster, a Sonic Cane, a Sonic Cannon, Sonic Lipstick, a Sonic Probe, a Sonic Pen, a Sonic Spoon, a Sonic Toothbrush, a Sonic Screwdriver or Sonic Sunglasses, you're welcome to A Bad Case of Loving Who, the show all about our really quite tragic case of loving Doctor Who. And with me, once again, you're still here, right, Chris? Yes, I think I've just hopped on an entire from Scar and looks pretty nice this time of year. Oh, wonderful. So the what what are the seasons like on Skyro? Oh well, the, it's mainly just dust storms and that sort of thing. Lovely, all year round dust storms. Well, not quite all year round, but most of the time. Occasionally, there'll be a bit of sun. I oh, nice, good reference. Uh, speaking of today, we will be uh, discussing the latest episode, season nine, episode two, called. <laughs> I've done it again. Did I do this last week? What's it? Isn't the witch it, is familiar. Yeah, it's because I it. write it in a weird spot on my <laughs> thing here. The witch is familiar. Yeah. Uh, which is part two, a follow up to last week's Magician's Apprentice, and it is again written by Stephen Moffat and directed by Hetty McDonald, who also did last week and also did Blink. Uh, we oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that last week, but she's only directed three episodes of Who, and it's yeah. these last two and Blink. Yeah. So, pretty good. Uh, and so we will, that means, be spoiling everything in this latest episode and everything that came before it. I think Unfortunately. we may have already put one or two spoilers in there. <laughs> so subtly. Yeah. But hey, no one knows what we're talking about at all. Not That's yet, normal. but they soon will. So, if <laughs> yes. you don't want to know, just stop listening now. Well, sort of watch the episode, then keep listening. Well, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to the episode, um, just, so Chris, do you use iTunes? I do not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you've heard of it though, haven't you? Um, is it a product of banana? I'll give that to you. Look, you, fruits are all the same to me. Um, yeah, I like, uh, I'm a banana man. But a lot of people use iTunes, don't they? You, you, yeah. I'll bet you even know some people who use it. Around. That's right. Mm. And uh, well, do you? Yeah. Do you like iTunes? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're both Google Play people. Come on. Look. Okay. So, well, yeah, that's too bad. I don't either. I'm not a fan. But like, lots of people use it. And guess what? Uh, the a bad case of loving who is now on iTunes. Uh, free iHeart. Uh, so. Oh, for free, for sure. Good. So if you want to subscribe to the podcast, always get the latest episodes on iTunes, you can do that right now. Awesome. Right now? Um, you, right now. As in, you can go there and download this current episode that you're listening to right now. Exactly, but you've also you've already got this episode somehow, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so you might not need to. But it's yeah. good for future reference. Definitely. And that's exactly the point of this bit. Thank you. And moving on to the episode now. But hang on, one more thing before the episode. Um, Only very occasionally um, we're wrong about Mm -hmm. just little facts and things. Uh, Occasionally, yes. And so on that very small occasion, we'll just point out a little 
thing or two that we yeah. said wrong the week before. I'll just throw in mine for this week. The last episode, I did say the Paradigm Daleks were in the episode. They weren't. They weren't there at all. Mm. Those Power Ranger Daleks. Yeah. Not to be seen on Scar. No. Bit disappointing. I like the blue one. Oh, yeah, the blue one, your favourite? The yellow one looked like banana. This episode brought to you by bananas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, there's Banana Farm 1. Whatever that planet is. What planet? Well, and the doctor dances, um, and they're running from the people. And Jack pulls out his gun, the squareness gun, and then the doctor informs him that he blew up those factories, and now there's banana farm there. That is very specific <laughs> reference. <laughs> okay, uh, with that, let's let's dive into this episode. Uh, so it begins. Um, very first scene, as we expected, kind of. There's Clara. She's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Phew. We all <laughs> we all wipe the sweat from our brow. Yeah. Uh, but she's uh, hanging upside down. She's uh, she's still in that cliffhanger. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and and then there's Missy there next to her. Uh, monologuing on what did you think of this this was an exciting kind of weird open um i like the first shot of um that um that real spinning around effect um got me a bit dizzy and then we see clara she's upside down i would probably have a few questions about the rope that was tying her up there um i didn't really quite understand why she wasn't falling <laughs> but I suppose some Time Lord magic stuff did it. That's right, maybe it's explained away by the Time Lord thing because it did definitely, yeah. I agree, look very kind of like a dodgy job there. There was just that one bit of rope yeah. kind of slightly hanging on that bit of rock there. Uh, it was very mm-hmm. dodgy. Um but clearly, uh, Missy doesn't really care about Clara's well-being. <laughs> no. But no. I will say there are another, um, few other moments in the episode where it's never explained to us and we just got to take it as it comes. It's true. It does happen a lot, especially these days. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just got to get... Well, maybe we'll find out in two seasons' time. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Everything will be explained in two seasons' time. Uh, but yeah, uh, Missy was great here. Uh, <laughs> mm. You really, you really yeah. felt like she really did want to eat Clara a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. I've actually loved her performance in um, these two episodes. It's really brought a freshness to the. The Doctor and Clara. Definitely agreed. And I was mm. never really sold on her last season in her couple of episodes. But No, we didn't really get a big look at her either. Yeah, but I agree. In these last two, this season, she's been really great. Mm. Yeah, but then again, the dynamic has changed because in last season, she was like, the enemy, we must destroy at all costs. And this season, they've sort of brought her back as a... Sidekick, but not a sidekick sort of thing. Frenemy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good to her. And she, yeah, she just interacts with everyone and everything so much. She's always yeah. up to something. It's very entertaining. 
Indeed. And so we also had in that first scene this uh, kind of flashback, I guess, to to uh, the Doctor in a situation, which was really cool. It's so mm. kind of... They're yeah. clearly playing up the classicness in a lot of things in these episodes, but particularly in this, it was black and white. They had yeah. uh, some cameos from the older Doctors, first and third, mm. I believe. And Yes, yes, I noticed that. Yeah, that was a really fun mm. kind of unexpected yeah. opener. Yeah, they sort of did a lot of unexpected but cool things. And I must say, of the things that have been explained... That was explained really well. What thing's that? Um, the Doctor getting out of the certain doom he seemed to be in, in that situation and therefore how Dalek, um, sorry, Clara and Missy got out of not being shot by the Dalek. Oh, right, yeah, that kind of technical explanation of mm. using that energy to use the time, for, I mean, the vortex manipulator... To charge it, yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah. that's a good way of kind of explaining mm. a few things that haven't made sense until yeah, now. But, yeah, but then again, it did need um, Missy to explain it in her um, vibrant manner. It's a weird thing now, though, that with that explained, mm. anyone, I don't know, anyone getting shot by lasers for yeah. the rest of the history of the show, <laughs> you'll just expect them to teleport somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But then uh, Clara and Missy move into the Dalek sewers, a.k.a. the Dalek graveyard. Yes. And, um, and they go through these sewers and eventually get Clara into a Dalek. Mm-hmm. How do you like all of this, these ideas of kind of the Dalek's sewers? The Dalek sewers slash. Graveyard. Well, mm. to me, that's that's an interesting idea, and I suppose it's come from um, exploring the Daleks a bit more and exploring how would you actually kill a Dalek. Um, the idea that they never actually die; they just decompose live, basically. Mm. Um, so I would assume that that's come out of that and that they'd need a place to throw away all these rotting darts and yeah that's right it sort of worked well although it was slimy it was very slimy it was quite disturbing uh yeah but we've seen plenty of uh screaming naked yeah uh gooey daleks so not too confronting but (laughs) if it was um disturbing in a way that's probably the um, aura of the place that they wanted to give off so that worked for sure yeah and then uh yeah they use these sewer daleks against uh an intact dalek mm-hmm. to um put it out of commission and then missy tells clara to get in and she yeah. she does um she's you yeah. know she does what she's told which she probably shouldn't <laughs> but she does and then it's a Great throwback to Clara's first episode as, as Oswin in the Dalek. Indeed, and um, throughout the rest of the episode, I was thinking, well, this probably explains how she got into a Dalek in the first place for her first episode. In some roundabout way, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> like 
it it all connects together in some way yeah yeah and we've got this whole thing of um yeah clara talking and then the dalek translating it into a yes i've also found that very interesting to get to get to know the dalek psychology a bit more and um that there are these words that come out as exterminate and hate sort of thing yeah and it is crazy that the daleks from the 60s we've had these things over 50 years and yeah we're still like able to kind of come up with new ideas for them or at least Moffat is at the moment mm. and all writers yeah. on doctor who keep coming up with mostly oh well some with plenty of good ideas for them and some you know that aren't mm. and we just throw them out yeah <laughs> uh but i particularly liked uh this kind of uh this idea which i don't think has been in the show before that mm. Daleks reload on emotion yeah. uh, it, as opposed to Cybermen who uh, mm. that's like the difference between them Cybermen suppress their emotions but Daleks use they try and get really yeah. emotional and riled up to yeah. to fire to charge up that's, they're like the yeah. Sith where they channel their anger and hate exactly as opposed to the Jedi who try and suppress emotion yes uh, not saying that Cybermen are like Jedi <laughs> Although I think this is a whole thing we could go into. Uh, yes. There's probably a lot of similarities mm. in that analogy. Um, yeah. But it's crazy how much this makes sense in hindsight. Mm. Just of all the times we've seen the Daleks, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Now it explains why they just shout exterminate so much without actually firing. <laughs> I was thinking, though, it does sort of raise the question how much is the... um the actual thing they roll around in, the mechanical suit, and the um, living dark organism, how much they connected. Right, yeah, how much kind of the suit is the Dalek. Yeah. And yeah. the actual Dalek, which mm. is the Dalek. Indeed. Yeah, it's all a bit confusing. There's also in this part, uh, in this scene, Missy mentions having a daughter which yeah. is you know just a quick another throwaway massive yeah. idea thing yeah maybe we'll find out in three seasons <laughs> roughly three seasons sounds about right season 12 okay yeah and then we've got uh meanwhile the doctor has commandeered davros's chair and he's having a great time. Yeah. What do you think of this? I must say that I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, yeah. I think I want to build me one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's... Oh, it looks very cool. Yeah. Oh, undoubtedly so. And he's just lounging in it with oh, his yeah. gun as well. Mm. And it was just... It's a really cool, iconic image. Because like, mm. you've got the icon of Davros's chair, which yeah. is just so visually cool and with the doctor sitting in it it's mm. it's like a no-brainer but yeah. we've never seen it before indeed and he's just mm. t as as we like to see the doctors do and i don't think capaldi's done yet capaldi's done yet sorry mm. uh we like to see them you know taunting the daleks a bit yeah yeah did that whole scene around them. was great with him just demanding clara and them telling him she's dead or not alive, as they put it. Absolutely. Although, 
I'm mm. not a fan of the deliberately unexplained tea uh, that the doctor drinks. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah like uh, overall, I get that Doctor Who is kind of overall a mix of science fiction and fairy tale fantasy kind of thing. But mm. I prefer when they explain things instead of yeah. just trying to throw in some, I don't know, mm. just explain it. Well, to me, it sort of seemed like something that was just off the cusp. And let's give him a cup of tea after the Dalek showed him something like that. Yeah. Not really meaning anything. Like someone going, we've got the Doctor in Davros's chair. How would this look even better if he was drinking tea? Yeah. Um, yeah, that sort of thing. Do you ever know what he did with that teacup, though? Uh, no. No. Well, I assume he, like... Dropped it when the snakes got him or something. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of snakes getting him, that happens next. Mm. This, these snakes. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually found... I'm actually... Over these two episodes, I found the snakes increasingly disturbing. Like, at first I was like, I get it, it's snake people. But then the snakes just start snake turning people. up everywhere. And we've got these mm. cables that are like snakes. Yeah. And um, I just started to feel pretty queasy about... Snakes mm. being everywhere, it's a bit disturbing. Yeah, if you're not a fan of snakes, then this may not be the character for you. Yeah, forget the Daleks, we've got snakes everywhere. Yeah. Snakes Indeed. on a scarrow. Yeah. That's what they should have called this episode. And then also that uh, that bit where the, the snakes get the Doctor in, uh, in Davros' yes. chair. It looked pretty funny, don't you think? Yeah. Because <laughs> clearly, clearly the snakes are all CGI mm. and Peter Capone is just kind of doing this weird, yeah. oh, snakes have got me, snakes have got me. <laughs> Indeed. And there's no real oh. um, chance for him to fall to the ground and that sort of thing because he's sitting down. <laughs> yeah. It's like... It's classic kind of Doctor Who <laughs> acting and against a green screen yeah. kind of thing. Indeed. Uh, and so Snake Man takes uh, the Doctor back to Davros's uh, kind of mm. room. Yes. His lair. Um, and then for basically the rest of the episode, the Doctor and Davros just kind of wrestle with moralities mm. and such. Uh, well, chat. first we better point out, it's great, the Doctor got the one other chair on Scar. Mm. That's yeah. very good. And then, f so first of all in this whole bit, uh, Davros entices the Doctor to kill him, which I guess is just the first part of his mind games. Mm. Yeah. Did you think the Doctor would do it? There was probably that, um, that suspense that he might, but I don't think he ever would. Yeah, it's something he would always kind of like consider and then... Yeah. He always, it's funny, he always considers these things, which causes the mm. drama, I guess, but then he never does it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then next, Davros, um, well, he's, you know, he keeps going on about himself dying, and he wants to see the sun one yeah. last time. The Him and the Doctor have some really kind of emotional one-on-one -on -one chatting about their yes, lives and indeed. Gallifrey and all of it. Which is not something you normally see from um, art enemies. That's right. 
yeah it's it's cool though how they're just kind of both so old mm. and known each other fought for so long but yeah. just, they've kind of had enough in a way they're just talking about it all yeah and that time where um Peter Capaldi just he just laughs at one of um Davros's responses it shows that they do actually know each other quite well after all their epic battles. Yeah, but we're definitely seeing sides of Davros we've never seen before. The whole thing about this scene was um, right at the start, they there was this one shot where they revealed that one of the cables was um, Snake Man. Mm-hmm. And um, for pretty much the rest of the rest of the dialogue between the Doctor and Davros, I was thinking, where are the snakes gonna come in? Yeah, me but too. There's gotta be something. And all those cables are just hanging there. That's yeah. So I kept feeling yeah. squeamy about the snakes. <laughs> Indeed, that's another thing. Another reason why the snakes uh, they've become squeamy, as you say. Yeah. Uh, something else, actually, in a different area is uh, I really liked the music in this whole episode, but particularly this scene a bit. Like, uh, yeah. Murray Gold's soundtracks for Doctor Who have always been superb, but uh, there was just some great kind of choral um, music uh, during kind of the Doctor's dilemmas in this scene, yeah. which was so kind of grand and beautiful and we haven't heard mm. that kind of music in the show for a few seasons i think it's been going more kind of electric guitar and darky mm. uh stuff but uh it's cool to go back to the kind of grand and beautiful yeah there was a part where davros was wanting to see the sun but with his, his own eyes and um he tears up about it and almost gets the doctor to, to um open them I would have thought but um that shot where it's just a close-up of Davros it's quite a long shot actually and Mm. you see him um and the emotion he has and then the music behind that it just gives so much more depth to that emotion and actually for a while I was looking at it and thinking is the music creating this atmosphere or is the performance? And it's a combination of both. Yeah, D- Davros is so good in this. Yeah, it's mm. great acting. And uh, after all, his kind of continuous uh, great emotional state or this sentimental stuff he keeps talking about for so long, I it made me actually start to wonder if he was even still scheming or this was yeah. true. Uh, because kind of like the doctor, we look at him skeptically. We're like, uh, he's just going to turn around and go, gotcha. But, yeah. Um, but then all of this was kind of so good. It almost kind of, it gets you. Yes. Uh... Davros, uh, as a character, he's my favorite really when he's uh, crazy and screaming about reality bombs, like in the, and destroying reality itself, like in season yeah. four. But uh but this is also mm. great. This is, I yeah. I like him best when he's screaming, but this mm. is fantastic. The epic laughter and the epic psychology. Exactly. Because <laughs> mm. he really is just like Hitler. Yeah. Space Hitler. Possibly. And then we get the Doctor regenerating 
downfall. Exactly. So yeah, the doctor decides to lend some regeneration energy, mm. which uh, I I always worry when he does that. Like Matt Smith yeah. did that a few times. It's yeah. a bit like, are you sure? Sad. <laughs> are you sure this is even possible? Um, and Rover did it to Matt Smith. So. That's right. For a while there, it got a bit worrying. Like everyone would yeah. could do it just easily. <laughs> they, but the thing with um, Matt Smith and River, all they had to do was just touch the person. Mm. And um, when Peter Capaldi gets his hand out and almost places it on Davros's chest, I was thinking, well, that's got to be it. And then he just goes off and grabs the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad move, Capaldi. Yeah, rookie error. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, uh, so then Davros finally snips around and... Uh, yeah, finally Snake Man's troop is revealed. Mm-hmm. And we find out that the energy is going to strengthen Davros and the Daleks. Yes. Uh, and so they're all kind of growing stronger. And did you expect mm. the, some this to kind of do something a bit weirder or create or change Davros. I thought he was going to like even regenerate or something. Yeah, I suppose I did in a way. He didn't, he didn't show any visible signs of getting younger, I suppose, but he did sort of have a bit more of a glow about it in a way. Mm. Yeah. And, but back to the, um, doctor and the cables, um, I couldn't really tell why he kept the regeneration energy going once he grabbed <laughs> the cable. Yeah, that's definitely something you've got to accept, yeah. isn't it? That for some reason, he can't turn yeah. it off. <laughs> and I also... They've hooked onto the floor. I also wondered, maybe Capaldi will regenerate and go away. <laughs> <laughs> not, in a, not in a go away Capaldi way. No, no. Uh, just a, I wonder. So. Yeah, right. But then apparently, uh, the doctor kind of always prepared for this very circumstance, yeah. and uh-huh. he he always had a backup, mm-hmm. and uh, he knew the sewer Daleks would uh, also become stronger and rise up yeah. against Indeed. the other Daleks. Yes, want the shells, but maybe that's what it's like. Maybe it's like a Taurus mesh. So yeah, they they get out of they leave Davros to um to escape somehow for a, a few seasons, um, yeah. And then they run off, and Missy tries to convince the Doctor that Clara is dead, as Clara struggles with the Dalek translation system. Yeah. Uh, this was uh this was a cool little um extra mm. bit of tension at Indeed. the end. And um, once again, showed the um, the uh, the dialect translation thing, and not being able to pronounce such words. That's right. It was all a cool bit. It was a bit weird that uh, mm. that Clara ever got into a dialect, I guess, and all of that. But um, yeah. But. It's a cool setup with Missy egging on the Doctor who wants to kill Daleks anyway. Well, at this point, <laughs> and, uh... I'm thinking the Doctor surely knows that this Dalek should be um, 
uh, like doing what all the other darts doing, which was like melting away sort of thing. Mm. So that to me gave off the impression straight away that this wasn't a dart. Yeah, like for sure the Doctor is or should be way too smart to ever be fooled by this. Indeed. It's all fine in the end. Clara opens it up. She just has to think mm. open, of course. Yeah. <laughs> she could, should have worked that out herself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was also interested that she didn't fire the gun at the doctor. Although she um, fires the gun at um, Missy after saying, I am a, I am Clara, or I am a Dalek for... Like, ten times. That's right. Surely she'd built up enough emotion mm. yeah. this time to charge up that. Did even more, probably. Like, a few more holes in that. Mm. Um, <laughs> and now we come to Sonic Sunglasses. Yes. So, clearly, well, clearly they're, they're here to stay beyond just this episode. Yeah. Um. Wearable technology, as it calls it. Yeah, what do you think about them replacing the screwdriver, though? Well, I'm thinking, you know how they've done a screwdriver that actually does control your TV? What, in real life? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Well, they have. Okay. Um, I'm wondering now if they can um, do this with glasses. In real life? Like you've got the Google Glass, mm-hmm. the Google Eye. Or... Google Glass, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, and maybe this is the not-too-distant future and they're going to mass-produce this and we'll all be wearing it this time well, next yeah, year. Well, yeah, I reckon for sure in real life that, um, yeah, like the Google Glass kind of thing will, even if it's not... Google Glass, that seems to have been a bit of a failure so far. Yeah. That um, that one day we'll have something like that in the not-too-distant future. But um, but I am definitely not sold on losing the screwdriver for this. No, I love the <laughs> screwdriver. And yeah. with these, like, the Doctor doesn't even do anything. Like, he kind mm. of, he tapped them to, yeah. to use them, which, which he sure shouldn't have to do that. Mm. <laughs> That looks ridiculous. And the screwdriver is just something that you put in your pocket and pull out and maybe twirl around a few times. Exactly. It's cool. And I'm... Yeah. But I'm also happy for the Doctor to have neither no screwdriver or uh, Sonic sunglasses. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I checked, I looked it up, and the first, sixth, and seventh Doctors never used... The sonic screwdriver they just didn't have one um and so that's okay or mm-hmm. yeah i just don't know if he needs a sonic device so regularly um yeah. he can usually just use his his smarts but very bold um, either way to pull out these sunglasses yes, indeed. well we'll probably either see them in the next episode or never again i think <laughs> yeah so. yeah I th- think we've... Um... No, he goes back to Stavros. That's right. Yeah, we're at the last scene. Yeah, so he's... Um, does he leave Clara hanging? 
that's what it looked like. That's a bit funny. He he just yeah. kind of runs off, and she's still on Scarrow, which is supposed. I would say should be like the most dangerous place. Yeah. <laughs> but he he runs off to the Tardis. I have an idea. I must go. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't come back for her. That's that's where the season goes from here. It's um. <laughs> We never see Clara again. This is yeah. this is when she leaves. <laughs> oh, that would be great, but um, but no, yeah, he runs off back to Davros, and we see that no, he actually just shoots the hand mines. Yeah. I guess that yeah. makes sense. Indeed. And then they walk off into the sunset, basically. Yeah. It's but it is um, sweet. There, it does reveal there the other tiny thing that they mentioned um when clara is in the dialogue and meets the doctor and um says the word mercy mm. the doctor is um changed or well, not changed but he's confronted by that because daleks apparently don't know the word mercy mm. and he wonders where they get that and um then he goes back in time and sees Davros again and tells him the word mercy. That's right. And so it so it all turns out Yeah. It's not it's not like I I worried last week that it was a whole kind of mm-hmm. um who made who time loop yeah. scenario where the doctor made Davros become Davros. He just all he did in this whole scenario was teach Davros mercy. Yeah. Just so that's okay. Just one little thing. Yeah. It's not a whole huge mm. thing. Yeah, but I like that. Still, it's pretty cool. Uh, and then yeah, it's it's all quite sweet yeah. and kind of yeah positive and amongst this whole yeah. dark uh, genocidal maniac story. Yeah. <laughs> and I found it interesting how. Davros and the Doctor walk away in that last shot, but aren't there still those hand mines around? <laughs> That's also next episode. Uh, they just they they're walking along. We cut. We take off from right where they were. Yep. And the hand mines get them. They're gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Too many things to poke. <laughs> it's wonderful. Um, that is the episode so overall well before we say a quick thing about overall of the episode i want to point out a few quotes um and maybe you'll have any lines you want to point out as well so i have uh my favorite line and what i think is the worst line (laughs) uh i'll start with my favorite it's um it's missy of course uh just at the start when she's like she says make your own stick for some reason, I really liked that. Yeah, same <laughs> with me. I was thinking that line. Or the Making one sticks. with, I have a pointed stick and, yeah, I have a pointed stick. Yep. All the stick lines. Get a plus from us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and get your own pointed stick. Yeah. Solid. <laughs> yep. Uh, and what I think is a terrible line was just, is, of course, Clara. Um, <laughs> I... I don't like a lot of things Clara says, unfortunately. I mm-hmm. could make a book. I could write a novel about all the things Clara says, which I think are dumb. But in this episode, it's uh, she's 
near the end, she's in the Dalek trying to convince the Doctor uh, mm-hmm. that she's her. And she says, I would never kill you. You are the last person I would ever kill. <laughs> it's just, it's so thought. It's If you think about this, what she's saying, it sounds like she's, she, you know, she wouldn't mind killing in a, <laughs> in a way. She thinks about, oh, yeah, if I killed people, okay, I see. I would have an order of people I wouldn't mind killing as much. Yeah. And But you, Doctor, you would be the single last person on my list that I would kill. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's a bit too overthought for me. So I, mm. I do think that's my new theory for the show is that Clara is a murderer. Um, so watch out for that in future episodes. I can't have a hint of that. So any lines or quotes uh, apart from that you want to point out? Um, no, I just love Missy and the stick. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Missy and the stick. Yes. Uh, so what did you think of... The episode overall and this whole two-parter. How's season nine so far? Well, better than season eight. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was surprised by this episode in that it, um, in a way, it seemed almost predictable, but then it, at the what seems like the last second, it just takes what you're thinking and then twists it again and takes it somewhere else which I loved. Very true. Yeah, these these have been surprisingly great. Like, just mm. I'm so glad to be... Because I really did have very low expectations for this season. I didn't like the mm. um, trailer for the season for some reason. I didn't like that at all. So uh, mm. I really am... Too much Clara. <laughs> too much Clara. Yeah, um, but I... These two episodes have really got me hyped up. I'm mm-hmm. really excited. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've, in my opinion, the show might be the best currently that it's been for almost like two years or something, if I think about it. Uh, yeah. So that is mm. exciting. Fantastic. Well, that's it for another Bad Case of Loving Who. Uh, we'll catch you next week. But between this moment and that one, uh, where can you be found on the internet, Chris? Um, you can find my blog, which I'm happy to report. We'll have some wibbly wobbly timey wimey action on Tuesday. So great. Stick around for that. Fantastic. I will stick around for that. And uh, you can find me at thoromus.com or at thoromus on Twitter. It's like Christmas, but more thorough. Uh, and <laughs> As you know, it's it's already a, a thing now um, that I make you say something clever at the end of the episode. So, Chris, what are your last words going to be? A thing? A thing could be anything.